Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so so let me get this straight. We give the most corrupt country in Europe $120 billion. We've got hundreds of millions of dollars missing. And this ungrateful moron wants to insult us over his grab to be into NATO, where he can steal more and more and more money. What do you think? It's Cicero? President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. Now, that's not going to stop one Democrat, not one mafia member. They're going to make sure he gets more and more and more. And that's really to the point of where we're going. Good afternoon, everyone. I have a few um, opening comments to start with. As I'm sure you all are aware, uh, NATO just in the last hour released the communique from the Vilnius Summit. I want to emphasize a few points that are contained in it. All right. First, the alliance has made clear that Ukraine will become a member of NATO. Over the past several... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that would mean we, the Americans who fund NATO, we are involved in World War III now, right? So now let's take the mask off, and it'll be as offensive as when Dr. Awardi, Chicago's very own, took her mask off. And now we're going to be involved in World War III. So, So has anybody asked what this looks like? What exactly does this look like and uh why are you censoring the information from the people jake sullivan and the rest of you cia rats I have not seen that report. All I will tell you is that the United States and the Biden administration strongly support press freedom, media freedom, and uh, would support no steps that would be taken to undermine. Except when it comes to the funding of NATO. You see, this was the contentious part that Donald Trump had. You remember how Donald Trump wanted to stop giving money to a entity that seems to misappropriate a lot as if it were based in Chicago. I have been very, very direct with Secretary Stoltenberg and members of the alliance in saying that NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet their financial obligations. But 23 of the 28 member nations are still not paying what they should be paying and what they are supposed to be paying for their defense. This is not. So what he does is when he loses the election, when the fix is in. 
See, you cannot disrupt this kind of money. After all, they're stealing hundreds of billions, if not a trillion dollars in the military industrial complex. The Trump administration is substantially reducing the amount of money the U.S. gives to NATO. The most recent data shows the U.S. provided about 22 percent of NATO's budget in 2018 and 2019. Twenty two percent. How much of that money goes unaccounted for? I mean, we know our very own Pentagon in the last 20 years has lost. They misplaced. Six trillion dollars. First in 2001. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track two point three trillion dollars. I've got an accountant in the next room. It's almost a job to lose two point three trillion fracking dollars. That's more money than continents are worth. We the Pentagon, one bureaucracy gone and NATO tends to lose some money as well. And they don't want to answer a lot of questions. It's kind of like the WHO. It's been a problem for decades. Uh, I would say 20, 30 years. Many U.S. presidents have talked about NATO members needing to take on more of the burden. President Trump wouldn't be the first president that has tried to do this. President Obama made the case, as did President Bush before him. That's that's before uh, Kirby started to work for Joe Biden, also known as Barack Obama's ass kisser. See, he used to work for Barack Obama. Like 99% of the feeble fascist administration, they're all Obama retreads. And this is when they didn't like the idea Trump would kind of clamp down on the funding. And it got me thinking about something. Right here in the news, in our very own local Democrat hellhole, hotspots, corrupt mafia neighborhoods, they seem to be missing money too. Yeah, the town actually having a meeting, the first one since this flooding began. Several dozen residents trying to get into that meeting today. They had to hold uh, many of them outside. It's true, Squirrel. I do. I watch WGN News, and I know it's, you know, it's another propaganda wing, but I find it entertaining, even though it has Paul Lisnick, who is the bastard child of Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff's Forest Preserve baby. I still find it entertaining. They've got the funny lady on there who makes me laugh. She kind of reminds me of a bunker. You can see those residents here coming since the flooding here, asking for help and demanding answers from Cicero uh, town president Larry Dominic and the trustee. Cicero, of course, one of the hardest hit suburbs in that flooding that happened uh, about a week ago. Many of these residents. Now, it got me thinking. Two years ago, when they made pot stores the only thriving business in, in, in Illinois, outside of gambling casinos and video poker rooms. They passed that because they were going to make all kinds of money. You remember that just a couple years ago, the portly Pritzker, who I believe went on a diet and gained weight. He was touting the hundreds of millions of dollars into infrastructure all around Illinois. Massive gaming expansion is officially law in Illinois. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the bill today. It's part of Rebuild Illinois, the state's cap. Two years ago, Rebuild Illinois. It's going to bring a lot of money. We're going to do a lot of infrastructure, which is the magic word to make Democrats glaze over like you were talking about algebra. At that moment, they just don't care what comes next. Capital Improvements Plan. Illinois will join 14 other states allowing sports betting. The bill also approves six new casinos, including one in Rockford. Pritzker says the expansion will provide hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue that will be used for things like infrastructure, hospitals and universities. And then where's the money? Hey, Fetso, where is the money? 
So now the process begins for Rockford to submit a plan for that casino here. Mayor Tom McNamara announced a time. Oh, oh, I think I think I see where it goes. It goes to the developer. It goes to the architect. It goes to the money bundlers who then loan it back to us at five times the rate that everybody else pays. I'm starting to see a trend here. And what does it look like after they do this altruistic funding of the infrastructure? Well, it looks like it's flooding are still cleaning up their homes. They point to nearby communities that did not see the flooding that Cicero had uh, and are wanting Cicero to invest in better sewer infrastructure and green spaces. Now, Cicero officials say they've been working overtime trying to get everything cleaned up and put back in order. They're wondering why um, their emergency has not yet been moved up the food chain to the state and federal levels. We had literally boats that people were traveling in. And what we have done, what we have seen since this time is that no one has come door to door. Where's Larry Dominic? Where's his team? Everybody's been doing everything possible. Personally, no. We've been trying to get a hold of him since Sunday. Pritzker can't get a hold of him since Sunday. Where is he at an all-you-can-eat buffet? It's a six-year commitment to improve all forms of infrastructure in the state of Illinois. So my point is, we're giving NATO billions and billions and billions. We're giving them a percentage of our GDP. We give Ukraine $120 billion. We know hundreds of millions have gone missing. And what's the penalty for that? Right now, President Biden is in Lithuania for the annual NATO summit. He is expected to meet with Ukraine's president, who is pushing for an invite. But Biden and other U.S. officials say that. Yesterday, uh, U.S. Attorney from the Southern District of New York. Wait, wait, wait. Where's that clip? Where is it? I don't think it's ready for membership in NATO. In a CNN interview on July 9th, President Biden said that he doesn't think Ukraine is ready for NATO membership. Yeah, but then what happened today? Since we last uh, met a year ago at our Madrid summit, NATO allies have delivered unprecedented support to Ukraine with more ammunition, more modern equipment, and more training to the Ukrainian uh, forces. Today, allies have agreed a package of three uh, elements to bring Ukraine closer to NATO. First, a new multi-year assistance program for Ukraine to enable the transition from Soviet era to NATO standards, training, and doctrines, to help rebuild Ukraine's security and defense sector. You know what this means, Squirrel? Ukraine's going to have better sewers than Cicero. To cover critical needs like fuel, the mining equipment, and medical supplies. Second, a new NATO-Ukraine Council, a forum for crisis consultations and decision-making, where we will meet as equals. Uh-huh. And I look forward uh, You know, in a way, we are kind of equals. The money that goes missing in Illinois and Cicero and New York and New Jersey and other half-assed mafia neighborhoods, that's exactly what happens in Ukraine. But I will give it to the Ukrainians. I think they spend the money better. I've seen their women. I love the high heel stilettos with the red bottom soles. I think they spend it a little better. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. That's all right. You got a lot more coming, honey. I hope you didn't spend it all in one place. Don't be like the Pritzkers and go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. And this had to change because we were on the path to change it forever. Tonight, there is worldwide fallout after President Trump once again raised doubts about his commitment to NATO and whether the United States would defend the alliance's newest member. Let's go to our Pentagon correspondent, Barbara Sarah Barbara, tell us more about this new controversy. 
Well, look, Wolf, here at the Pentagon tonight, Defense Secretary Mattis remains a very passionate defender of the NATO alliance, believing it adds to U.S. security. The president. Mattis, is that the one that called the Chinese communist head of the military? No, that's Millie. I get my traitors mixed up. President sees only the costs. On the heels of a controversial meeting with NATO allies, President Trump once again questioning the entire point to one of America's oldest alliances. Membership in NATO obligates the members to defend any other member that's attacked. So let's say Montenegro, which joined last year's attack. Why should my son go to Montenegro to defend it from attack? Why I is that? I understand what you're saying. I've asked the same question. You know, uh, Montenegro is a tiny country with very strong people. Yeah, I'm not against Montenegro uh, right. or Albania. No, by the way, they're very strong people. They're very aggressive people. There's they- a very specific reason he was talking about this back then. See, that's when the pieces of this war profiteering puzzle were put into place. Well, really, you go back to before the fall of the Soviet Union. Set up a foundation in Ukraine. With- yeah, take it easy. That's the devil's cousin, George Soros. Make it aggressive. And congratulations, you're in World War Three. It may be no coincidence that Montenegro, a tiny country in the Balkans, has the American president's attention. Last year, President Trump visibly dismissed the prime minister of Montenegro when he shoved him out of the way at a NATO photo op. One of my favorite NATO moments, he took him by by his uh, $6,000 suit and said, get out of the way, you corrupt scumbag. And now we finance them. And Russian President Vladimir Putin has been furious that Montenegro is the newest member of NATO. He has seen multiple countries lean toward the the West over the last 14 or 15 years who have asked to join NATO to include... It's CNN, so they have to vilify the individual rather than have people focus on the fact that we're giving money to the most corrupt country in Europe. Many countries that used to be part of the Warsaw Pact, that used to be part of the Soviet Union. And it irks him that he feels he's being attacked uh, from the alliance. And- See, that's my whole argument, Squirrel. I really don't care. I was against the Ukraine war back before Russia got involved in it. You know, when Ukraine was killing its own people in a civil war for eight years that we want to ignore. I thought maybe we should have said something then, but they didn't want to say anything then. That's when they were really having the loan guarantees from Yatsenyuk, and you remember convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over... So that's when we were bailing out Soros and the rest of the investors. And now we're going to reward them. And what happens when you speak against the mafia? You know, like Gaul Luft? You get indicted. Yesterday, the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York indicted a man named Gaul Luft for violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act by working with that registration for a company called CEMC China Energy. Uh, the president's son and brother were saved from without registration, and uh, the president was invoked in that infamous shutdown text message receiving the transfer of $5 million to the Biden family. Um, the president allegedly met with their business partners. You know, and that's when I got to thinking, so what? Right? They got the Bidens as recipients of communist money, $5 million, $10 million, $15 million. That's nothing. If you're going to steal, steal like a Ukrainian. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. See, they know how to steal. You steal $400 million. Joe Biden became a traitor for, what, $30 million? Ah, short in the pants, gangsters. You can always buy them cheaper, like Democrats in Cicero. 
312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Profiteering. That's what it's good for. Absolute and total profiteer. And that's what you have. It's kind of like drugs. I mean, I have kind of a view of individuality. If you want to be a scum, then be a scum. But what are they really good for? Profiteering. Like the Democrats. They told you it was going to be good. We're going to allow people to become high. We're going to tell them it's okay. Don't worry about that gateway nonsense. And then we're going to control politically the profiteering. So we'll make sure all the licenses. That only goes to our mobbed up guys. You got a guy? You got a guy? You got a guy? I got a guy. Then you mobbed up. And you get the you get the the dispensary license. Ooh, what's it go to? About six scumbags, kind of like the video poker games that they license. Who's it go to? About four scumbags. The kind of scum. This is my favorite part. The kind of scum that pay like the town mayors to keep out the other video gaming, but they're they get a commission on it. You know, like Pete Silvestri in Elmwood Park before he ran to be a commissioner in between forest preserve visits. Yeah, that guy. Like that. That's how the Democrats in the sewers of corruption run run the scam. I wonder if Zelensky's going to adopt that philosophy because it looks like he doesn't have to. I mean, after all, he's stealing more than the career Democrats. Timeline outlining the application procedure. Oh. The city has 120 days to provide a recommendation to the Illinois Gaming Board. I'm- I know how the recommendation. We're going to make it 120 days. It'll be a lottery. You put your name in, you put your credit, you fill out the application, and it goes to exactly who bribes us. Am I supposed to not mention that? I can't help it. Request for proposal should be released next week. It will then have a public comment period and have to be voted on by the city council. That official application to the Illinois Gaming Board then has to be in by October 25th. And they're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. And where's the money going to go, Squirrel? Well, it's not going to go to enrich themselves. Oh, no. It won't go to better states and real estate investments or to fluff up the lifestyle of their side action. No, no, no. Their girlfriends haven't bought one pair of those Louboutin shoes. Not at all. McNamara says a new casino would bolster the state line's workforce and economy. Oh, it goes to jobs. It goes to jobs and infrastructure. So you're making the hundreds of millions of dollars. Where's the money? Let's ask Zelensky. 400 million. Apparently, this was done last year. Do you remember what else started last year? Zelensky began his sacking spree. You know what the difference is, right, between Ukraine and Chicago? I think deodorant. And I'm not willing to say who wears more. I don't think it's the Chicago Democrats. They seem to stink to me. It is huge for us. It's huge for our community. So if you look at it, you're talking about four to 600 uh, construction jobs. You're talking about 800 to 1,100 potential uh, jobs at the casino. And then you're talking about uh, property tax revenue for all taxing bodies. The city plan. It's going to be great. But this was two years ago. So you've made the money. The pot dispensaries are the only business in the Illinois that's thriving. The gaming, phenomenal. Where's the money? Everybody's been doing everything possible. Personally, no. We've been trying to get a hold of them since Sunday. I was on the phone with every representative from the town Sunday. Maybe each one had talked to them four or five times. And 
They were all trying to get a hold of the governor, and they couldn't get a hold of him. I'm mad at the governor. I remember when he comes up the phone, I'm going to look the other way. No, you're not, Larry. You are not. Don't give me that bull dung. For 20 years, you've been delivering. You like it this way. That's why you get to go up there and be the go- What are you, the mayor of Cicero for what, 28 years? Where's all the money? It ain't in the sewers. It ain't in the infrastructure. Something tells me a lot of it's in casinos, ironically enough. That's the good news. At least these bust-outs lose the money they steal. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. But I am 560. The answer. I'll tell you. Never before has it been so obvious the kind of crook we have in, a, in, in the White House. I mean, the guy is a fracking crook. And now the Department of Justice indicts, indicts the guy who is the prima facie evidence of the corruption between the Chinese Communist Energy Company and Joe Biden. And we're supposed, you know, and, and now what's in the news is what? Trump? Trump and NATO and all the rest of it. I don't know, man. If we're going to keep funding this kind of scandal with some false sense of patriot, is it patriotic to give the people's money to to this corruption? Should not happen, at least not yet. We cannot admit Ukraine into NATO immediately. That would put us at war with Russia under Article 5. No, no, no. That was last week. No, it's a new week now. See, there's a scandal of brewing. The scandal is there's a guy named Gal Luft who is willing to testify and tell the American people, as he was in 2019, that Joe Biden is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party. So we must distract them. I know. Let's let, let's let the other nation that corrupted Joe Biden into NATO, and we'll pretend it's patriotism. The United Nations. Yes, yeah, so Article 5 says an attack on a NATO member means an attack on every member. So if Ukraine gets in before the war against Russia is over, all NATO allies are at war with Russia. Well, now at least we could stop hiding the fact that we're sending our troops there and it's all our military that's putting the fight up. Robert, Crown Point, Indiana. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I just want to say a couple things. My ancestry is from Montenegro. They're uh-huh. right next to Ukraine and being corrupt. And I did not know that they were in NATO. Number two, the war in Ukraine has been going on for at least 10 years now. The American media is covering up the story of how the Ukrainians... We're, uh, they we're killing ethnic Russians in that part of the country. Yeah. That's how the war actually started. Yes, and, and and ironically, no American is upset that the entire nation celebrates Stefan Bandera Day, and it's it's a major holiday on January 1st, and it just seems to be normal. I kind of remember us fighting a war against the Nazis. Am I, am I missing something? I don't know. I don't, I, and by the way, that Montenegro, that was the beginning of when Trump was going to lose the election. Because he exactly. spoke up against it. Robert, I hope more and more people get interested in the facts because the facts are always on our side. But if they were, we wouldn't have an asset of both the Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, and the Chinese Communist Party soiling his Ameri- pants on behalf of America and Europe right now. The American media is doing the same thing to the Russians that they did with us Serbs during the war in the Balkans in, 19, in the 1990s. And also, I want to say, how the hell can we send our boys to go fight and guard someone else's borders when they can't even guard their own? Have a good day, Sean. Thank you, Robert. And the, the, I don't have an answer to the questions you asked because this is our foreign policy. It has been our foreign policy. We've been doing this for decades. And either the American people are too 
uninterested or too stupid to care. I mean, that's the point we're at. I mean, you're talking about major money, major, major money in 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 towns specifically Democrat ones where the fracking sewers don't work. You're sending money to Ukraine. You're sending money to Africa. You're sending money all around the world. You don't have any money. You're bust outs, but that's what Democrats are. Bust outs. Roger on the South side. Hi, my friend, uh, a singer three real fast. Uh, yeah, it's funny that Cicero is getting hit so bad over there. Yeah, okay, for the last 50 years that this deep tunnel project has been going oh, on. Oh, I love which, that which, deep which, tunnel project. Which, I absolutely <laughs> love it. What are we at, a billion three? Nobody even knows where to, where's the tunnel? There's not, There's a big hole in the ground. They just keep throwing money in it. That, that thing, it started in the late 50s. My father worked there. In the late 50s. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Okay. There's some infrastructure. There's Democrat infrastructure, Chicago style. Go ahead. Right. I mean, in, in Cicero borders the Stickney, uh, yeah. w- w- the water plant there on 39th. And it, it, I mean, that, that's where uh, the old mayor used to live. She lived literally four houses off of 39th. That's why in these garbage Park. towns, it's normal to pay 10000 12000 Some people are paying over 1000 a month. To live in these idiot towns. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I feel, I feel I almost feel bad for all the Hispanic people that live in Cicero. They got to put up with that pig. Feel bad for everybody. <laughs> I don't care where your origin is from. You're being robbed unless you're in on this scam and you get to walk around with that cream puff kind of sewer uh, uh, in, in Cicero. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, well, it's a punchline. The freaking thing's like a comedy show. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the second thing, oh, a casino here in Chicago, I know they're going with this temporary one down to Moody Bible. It, it, here, the exodus has already started out of the people who would be going down there. And our tourism is already uh, down by the last I seen was 40 something percent. OK, so who's going to be going? I mean, here, listen, municipal workers, the entire mayor's staff in Cicero and Berwyn, <laughs> name a Democrat here. They'll all be sitting around the dice table pretending they can do a push up like men. Thank you very much, Roger. These are the guys. I'd rather go broke, Squirrel. I'd rather go broke than be in this fat-ass, half-ass mafia. I really would. Uh, Miles, 294. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking the call. I was looking at the budget in Illinois and compared it to Florida (laughs) the other day, and I think Illinois spends three times as much per capita per citizen. Well, you have all these luxuries here in Illinois. I mean, your your quality of life is phenomenal in Illinois. It's worth three times as much as, say, a paradise where the union mafia doesn't have a foothold because that's what you're paying yeah, but for. The punchline is, Sean. The punchline is, it was hard to find the Illinois number for the budget because Pritzker's thing was hundreds of pages long, and they had all these giveaways to people, including a giveaway loan program for minority contractors who got the pot stores, and they get loans that are forgivable. So how can it be a loan if you exchange money and you don't have to pay it back? How can that be a loan? It's a bribe called a loan. Well, a payoff to a, a constituent. You know, and here's the thing, Miles, that's really sickening. And I mean this. How many... I must know... <laughs> where my cigar store... I mean, there's there's kids that are dying of... Of, of overdoses, and it seems to be normal. It gets no news. What is the uptick in drug dependency since these idiots sold to the American people that politically connected gangsters could be legitimate drug dealers through pot dispensary stores, and it was going to make things better? What has it done to children, kids, those kids from 13 up to 30? What has it done? I mean, it's a joke. And you look at these pot stores, they're the only retail businesses in these ghettos. 
that are making money. They're the only ones. It's sickening. And and you know what else I like? They tax it just high enough to keep all the street gang scum in business. So they didn't put a dent in the black market drugs. In fact, they gave it a, 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 a speedway. That's all they did. They assist the hard drug sellers. That's how you know they're Democrats. They gave it legitimacy. They're morons. Thank you very much, Miles. They really are. You, you're morons. You're liars. You're frauds. That's why your states are bankrupt. You don't have one fracking policy that works. You're just salesmen of corruption. Mike in Cherville. Mike, I want to, or uh, Sean, I want to say, uh, I want to say that I read something that 400 people were arrested in Russia for saying uh, uh, political things that are bad, but in Britain. They say thousands of people were arrested because they're, you know, they talk. Mike, you want to know the bad thing? You want to know the bad thing? When you hear news about Russia, in particular for these last, since since Obama, when you hear news about it, since really, you, I, I think Obama for sure. But when you hear news, we're not getting the truth. How do you decide when to pick and, and choose the truth in a media that has lied to us specifically for 25 years? For 25 years, yeah. they've lied to us at every turn. So now all of a sudden I'm supposed to believe what they tell about Russia? I don't believe a fracking word of it. You think they're coming after you, Sean? They got they got uh, Tucker. Uh, oh, come you're on. one of the true, few people that say the truth on the radio. You know, come one, come all. I came into this world busted. I'll go out busted. It doesn't matter. I'm not for sale. I don't care what they do to me. Come and get some. God bless you. I just hope they come one at a time. By the way, I'll be at the cigar store for anybody else that wants to come. 312 642 not an, an after one thirty. Leave the old lady alone. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. <laughs> Is this Boris Karloff or Bella Lugosi? Is this... Oh, I thought it was Paul Lisnick's theme music. How was Paul Lisnick's day? Did you enjoy Paul Lisnick's day? I think you did. I did. God knows I did. We got a lot of stories going on. I mean, there's a lot of scandal that broke. Uh, Obama emails. Did you hear about this, Squirrel? Let's bring in Texas Congressman Pete Sessions, who's on the House Oversight Committee. Congressman, is it normal for the VP at the Times kid to have such deep relationships with senior White House staff? No, no, no. He's a conduit of corruption. He's the crack-smoking, whoremongering, sister-in-law, banging son of the now president. He's Hunter. I think it's inappropriate. It may occasionally take place, but not to the level of where they are attempting to undermine the best interest of the United States of America. And- you think? This would be so much more important if it didn't come with that accent, wouldn't it? In other words, he's an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. Used to be called treason. Now called Democrats. And this is the disturbing part. We continue to see where we're not just after the European model of governance. They're after the California model and seeing day after day the atrocities that are committed by this administration, including uh, their inability to effectively understand the rule of law, is disturbing to all Americans. Congressman, the Secret Service is going to hold a briefing on the cocaine found at the White House. That briefing is going to happen on Thursday. They've got all the emails. They've got everything. Now, the Secret Service, who under the Obama years was 
embroiled in its own scandals, from underage prostitution to drugs to pedophilia. But don't worry, they're on the case. Right now, we don't know who the drugs belong to. Do you think we will ever find out? (laughs) You believe we're even... This is the year 2023. And this country is more corrupt, in more danger, at the precipice of World War III, more so than it was in the 30s. Absolutely. Jan Hoffman Estates. Um, Sean, I just want to tell you, I just love your program because you have such integrity and you're funny and we need the levity at the end of the day of the reality that's around us. Speaking of funny, I love you. I love you right back, Jan. Speaking of funny, let's go to the intelligentsia of the most treasonous administration regime this country's ever had. Let's go to the think tank and the wordsmith of the Democrat mafia. Well, the president and I feel very strongly that we should not be burdened by things the way they've always been. We should be looking to what should be. And so the fact that Secretary Holland is the first native uh, secretary in, the, in a president's cabinet is because we believe that's, that that's, that representation should occur. It should happen. And, um, and so that's the work that we are doing. This is the part where Willie Wilson takes his, it, it, yeah, you better, you better not, squirrel. You know, your mind is in the gutter all the time. It's not always about sex in a Buick Riviera while looking for your underwear. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. How you doing? Splendid. How are you? Okay, good. Hey, I went and seen that movie last night, uh, Sound Debbie of Freedom. Debbie Dallas? Which one did you? No, no, Sound of Freedom. Oh, all right. Sound of Freedom. Whew, good. That other one, because I didn't think it. it was showing. You got, yeah, you have to see it. Everybody on this uh, listeners radio program see it. Hey, there's a reason why it took them five years of battling to get that thing on the screen, man. They were battling against all these all these um, underground, all, whatever it was, they couldn't get that thing to the theaters, and I, I, I see why now. And they're, they're going to pull know, that thing did down. Did you know that the Blue Anon Mafia is calling it QAnon? Did you know that? Hey, they're accusing this thing of being li- that it's untrue. I didn't realize that this a- stance against molesting children was somehow on the right. I didn't know that. But it's nice to be updated. You know what it- I found out that well, listen, pedophilia is welcome on the left. And that does explain why so many of them are repulsive and creepy looking. This is the hugest, biggest enterprise fastest growing on the globe. It's like they, they need hundreds, they need like tens or hundreds of thousands of kids constantly. That's why that open border is such an absolute, that thing there must be the crop uh, feeding, you know, like that. You know, well, the, I think, uh, like I the, think the, Greg, we should implement the Melrose Park solution to pedophilia. After all, there were no pedophiles in Melrose Park. None at all. There were a few bodies in the trunk at O'Hare Airport, but there were no pedophiles in Melrose Park. That's called the good with the bad. Well, in that case, that's just good and good. What can we expect from the Biden administration in terms of judicial appointments? Well, I cannot speak about any names in particular, but I can tell you that the president and I have been closely monitoring what must happen to. That could have went in any direction. I think the coke is hers. I really do. That explains the thought process, the word salads. It also explains how she got to that position. She's clearly the coke queen. In the meantime, We've got other problems, but every once in a while, the Freudian slips coming out of the Democrat mafia, every once in a while, it makes some sense. A a few things. So I will say, uh, with respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. Uh, The secretary spoke to this in a speech he gave in Helsinki 
uh, last month, I believe it was. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. A excuse me. A strategic failure for, for Ukraine. Uh, thank you. Oh, he did it God. again. He did it again. You know what I like about this? Is that the media is there to correct him. Correction, um, uh, which is, oh, I, I, I need more than one cor correction today. Come on, man. This is the first time at the podium for, for a week. I'm a little, I'm apparently a little rusty. Maybe Pritzker in the Illinois Democrat should hire this dummy to explain where the money is from pot sales and gambling profits. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so See, I don't watch men in costumes chasing balls. To me, that's not exciting. What's exciting is discovering and examining the frauds perpetrated on humanity throughout time. I mean, there's some there's some fantastic ones. Whether it's the foreign policy profiteering, I love that one. Or it's the war on poverty profiteering, I love that one too. The infrastructure boondoggles, big pharma. These are all phenomenal gangster government profiteering schemes. But this next one. This next one, this might be my favorite day to day favorite. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. No, no, no. Illogical. There was a ozone hole, the no hole, it was cold, it was warm, it was hot. It was never Goldilocks. Well, under these new 80-year-old dimwits who have been stealing from the American people for five decades, I think we're very close. The golden goose of corruption, eco-Nazism. Well, my next guest doesn't like that. In fact, he's a scientist. He's been studying the Earth for more than 35 years. He's the executive director of CO2 Coalition. He also is the author of best-selling book, Inconvenient Facts, The Science Al Gore Doesn't Want You to Know. He is Gregory Wrightstone. Gregory, how are you? Oh, really good, really busy. There's, you know, we're fighting this, uh, what's really a, a process of disinformation by government and governmental agencies to distribute and promote the, the, the false notion that there's a climate crisis. Let me be clear. There is no climate crisis, and there will be no climate crisis. In fact, what we find... It's just the opposite, that Earth's ecosystems and humanity are thriving and prospering because of modest warming and more CO2. Bam! And, That's the answer. And, Gregory, this is the one thing people hate. They hate the idea that they don't know. They really do hate the processes of science itself. They hate the idea that we are infinitesimal in the grand scheme of things. Yet these professional swindlers... These lipstick on a pig con artists, politicians, somehow have mesmerized humanity where they're willing to not only give up their meager existence in life, but they demand their neighbor do the same as well. So is this not the perfect weapon to wield of oh, the government supremacist? Oh, it is. Think about this. What they're, the, 
think of your, your freedoms that are being restricted. They're telling you what car you're allowed to drive, what washing. This is the new one yesterday. We're washing machines. This assault on on washing machines. How much water is allowed to come out of your, your shower? Now, uh, what kind of stove you can cook on? My wife is standing here pointing at her her natural gas stove that she loves and would hate. She hates electric ovens. And, and just <laughs> She's one about thing to be after a criminal. another. She's about to be a criminal, Gregory. You are going to be like a Soviet citizen who isn't allowed to have what the government doesn't say. And if you do, well, then you're an enemy of the state. This is how far we've fallen when the reality is there is no reason for us to be in this place just philosophically. And I think that's the problem. For some reason, humanity seems to have lost its purpose, its fundamentals. See, we're the greatest, we're the greatest contributors and the greatest example of what nature is possible of. We are nature. Why do so many people want to neuter us and hold us down? I, I don't know. It's really an anti-human agenda, isn't it? Just think about this. Think back to middle school science. You learned about photosynthesis probably in, in uh, middle school. Oh, sure. It was the what, what, do we, yeah. what, what do we need? What do we need for photosynthesis? CO2. Water, sunlight, and CO2, and the more the better. What are they trying to do? Just last week, for example, they're promoting the idea that maybe we need to block sunlight with geoengineering and spreading uh, aerosols into the upper atmosphere to block the sunlight. Well, what's that going to do? Blocking sunlight is going to inhibit plant growth. On top of that, they want to reduce atmospheric carbon dioxide. What will that do? Reduce plant growth and crop growth. It will inhibit the, the crop growth. And on top of that, the third stool, they want to eliminate nitrogen-based fertilizers. And your, your listeners may not be aware, but uh, they developed uh, the Haber-Bosch process in the mid-20th century. And starting in the 50s, we started adding nitrogen-based fertilizers based on fossil fuels uh, to our plants. It's it's thought to be responsible for 30% of the increase in crop growth we've seen since 1950. So what do we have? Decrease in carbon dioxide, inhibit plant growth. Block the sunlight, inhibit plant growth. Get rid of nitrogen fertilizers really inhibit plant growth. All these things combined, just any one of them could lead to uh, crop failure, famine, pestilence, and mass depopulation. It, it, like, I, like I said at, beginning, at the beginning, this is it looks like an anti-human agenda. Why don't, well, we, why don't we promote more yeah, CO2 for more current crop growth? Well, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it's a duck. And that's exactly what it is. It's about putting the restraints on humanity. It's about putting the, stra- the restraints on the individual so that the collective can control movement. But I have a simple question, and I mean this sincerely. You are a man who dedicated your life to knowledge and to science. We have that clip I first played for you was from Leonard Nimoy, who was popular in the era. He was Spock in the 70s. This is only from the 70s. They were dead wrong. Why is it there are no repercussions for being wrong when it comes to this this climate boondoggle? They're wrong at every prediction, at every turn. Wrong, yet they pay no repercussions. Because they're not exposed to it, they can't own up to it. If it's if people found out about this, people would not believe them, and they need and they need to silence me, people, me and you, 
who are trying to expose their lies. And it's important that we get this information out there. Uh, but, but Leonard Nimoy at the time, I can't blame them for thinking that we're going into the next ice age or at least a small, maybe another little ice age. Because just think about this. We're being told that carbon dioxide, every molecule of carbon dioxide is adding warming to the atmosphere. That's what we've heard. Well, just as, just as we started adding lots of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere in the mid-20th century, when it, we went into a 33-year cooling period from the mid-40s to the late 70s. It cooled while carbon dioxide was increasing. You, they can't explain that. They want to ignore it, and they do ignore it. And, and that's, that's, what, that's what led uh, to that video clip of Leonard Nimoy. I think it was 1978 that that was recorded. You know, well, here's the thing. It's a trick, though. Leonard Nimoy's popular. He's an actor. I mean, we all know for a certain amount of money, I can get him to dress up like Shakespeare and, 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 and recite anything I want him to say. But that's what we're living in. This is a sales pitch. This is a lie. It is theater. It is a fabrication. And when it comes to CO2, we've known this for 100 years. It is one half of one tenth of 0.01%. It's, it's, an infinitesimal, it's an infinitesimal percentage of what makes up the, the air, the atmosphere, and the rest of it. There is so much we don't know. We've only been keeping this data since 1880, correct? We only have weather patterns in America since 1880, right? Well, we, we know CO2. We started taking CO2 measurements in, in the late 50s. Uh, we started so even worse. Satellite, yeah, satellite even- measured temperature since 1979. We have temperature records that go, that go back to the mid-1800s. Uh, but, but this is... The, the, the temperature records coincide with this uh, period of, of increasing CO2. I'm a geologist, just so I, I look at the longer-term period of thousands and millions of years, and we find that, that we have these cycles. I like to look over the last 5,000 years of data uh, and see that we have these uh, three previous warming. We're in a warming period, make no mistake. Yeah. It's been warming for more than 300 years, long before we started uh, adding and driving SUVs or the first Model T rolled off the assembly line. Oh, yeah. um, but that's, but those, those previous warming periods were hugely beneficial to humanity. And that perspective, although studied for 35 years, the data you have is unbelievable. There's still a possibility we could have new data that may even expand that perspective to hundreds of millions, billions of years. We really don't know. Yet the arrogance of these intellectual children to pretend their actions somehow are going to change the trajectory of a system we have very little knowledge of. It's like describing the Mona Lisa through a keyhole from 100 yards away with just the data we have. Why do so many human beings accept the word of what we know are people who are in the very kindest sense are wrong, but what we know is a scheme because their alternatives and their solutions are nothing more than profiteering vehicles, I'll, correct? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because that's all they've ever heard. All, we, we just did a focus group study of 500 people across the United States, and what we found was, I mean, these people have been exposed to nothing but unrelenting propaganda about CO2. They haven't heard this. You and I have heard it, and a lot of your listeners have heard about this information, but the vast majority of Americans have never heard any 
of the of the information that pushes back against man-made catastrophic warming. They don't know that CO2 is beneficial. They don't know that CO2 is, is only a mildly warming uh, gas for, as a greenhouse gas. They don't know that uh, that CO2 is driving crop growth. These people have only heard the, ben- the the negative effects. So I can't blame most of the people in the United States. And what a, what this focus group told us, once they heard and were told the truth, we we took a fourteen percent negative opinion about CO2 to fifty six percent positive. Sure. And it's so the- what that tells me, what that tells me is people. This belief in man-made catastrophic warming is a mile wide and an inch deep, and these people just need to be informed. And that's that's our challenge with us because we're silenced. So it's a building block, and everybody knows this. And for some reason, after the 80s, they stopped teaching photosynthesis. So the key is education. And from what I understand, you're taking on that key. Because if you could change the new generations to really seek and have a thirst for actual knowledge instead of policy profiteering that have made these dimwits multi-multi-millionaires like Al Gore, who's done nothing in life aside from be a trust fund baby and has made a fortune on selling lies, we need to combat it with truth. So tell me a little bit about what, what you're working on. Well, the CO2 coalition is the preeminent scientific organization pushing back against this. We have more than 130 of the top scientists in the world, and our members were very concerned about the state of education, science education in America. Uh, we found that it was indoctrination and groupthink. It wasn't about critical thinking skills in the scientific uh, process. And so we embarked on a on an effort about a year ago, uh, and we just rolled it out two days ago, our new website, CO2 learningcenter.com co2learningcenter.com we have and bear in mind our education committee to put this together 18 mostly phds you think these would be eggheads and it wouldn't be interesting it is fascinating uh we have books that are done manga style by our brazilian artist fascinating children kids love them yeah we have videos done anime style, and importantly, we have lesson plans that were developed by Dr. Sharon Camp, PhD in analytic chemistry, AP science teacher, and AP reader of science. She's, we've developed lesson plans for homeschoolers. So you can down, we want to provide the information to homeschool parents, charter schools that they can use to teach science without uh, alarmism we can teach so go to co2learningcenter.com gregory i love you for this i mean that i love you for this because you could very well change the trajectory of a nation that is hell-bent on giving away every principle it was ever founded on that's how serious i believe this boondoggle is and the stupidity when you look at their solutions the money grabs and scams from the windmills to the solar to the phony electric cars versus the greatest gift ever given to mankind man's knowledge to take something like oil and make it change humanity and change the world for a much better place. And it's something to watch so many idiots give it away. It's like watching men pretending to be women. What do you think of that? Oh, it is. And yes, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that part of it. I know, I can't get you in there. You know what I mean? But you, I, you I, I mean, up it. Softball and I'm not going to hit it <laughs> no, out. I know. I love it though. But I, 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 I to me, it's that ridiculous. 
It truly is ridiculous to listen to these swindlers, to know the history of the Gore family, an oil man, a a phony politician who leverages his way into wealth. Then he has this kid, this moron, who leverages his way into selling what? uh, What's his net worth now? A billion dollars from selling falsehoods? He's been wrong since he was vice president. It's just at what time do American people go back to the way you and I were raised? Where you had to have the right answer or you went and sat in the back of the class with the dummies and put a cone on your head that said dunce. I'm getting sick and tired of paying the dunces. Yeah, yeah, I'm, w- I'm with you and they're they're trying to do it. But I, I, let me just stick up for John Kerry. I will say something positive about him. He's good at marrying women. He marries women. well. He yes. marries well. I knew you were um, yeah. <laughs> Two wives. People right? forget about the first uh, wife. She's another legacy colonist. They had hundreds of millions of dollars. This guy's yeah. never earned a dollar in his life. And the medals he gives away in phony valor, they're somebody else's. I mean, what world could this guy even show that very long face of his? Exactly. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my apartment in Arlington, Virginia. My wife is glaring at me right now. Go, go, go. go. I, don't worry, honey. I'm married well, too. Oh, nice, nice. I have to appease her right now. Yes. But, uh, uh, but no, you're right. Uh, he's he's been wrong about just about everything yeah. uh, that you that you're talking about, and and he gets away with it. And he's never called out on it. His hypocrisy is legendary. With him jetting away to these climate conferences and and uh, the like, I find it laughable. They go in with a pretend king. Yeah, you're royalty, and you get to live in your glass ivory tower and make fun of us all and get weighted on hand and foot. And that's really the part of it, the ignorance, the arrogance, the open and notorious profiteering from lies. That's what I think it is. It's a culmination of corruption that's overwhelming. Yeah, well, let me me tell you, I'm I'm very, very close to having my second book. My first book was Inconvenient Facts that was... It was just recently back as a number one bestseller, Inconvenient Facts. But my second book, I'm close to having done. And and in this book, I explore uh, the strong relationship between the rise and fall of temperature and the rise and fall of civilizations and empires. And it's a fat, it is, I don't know, I'm I'm a climate geek, but I find it fascinating to find about this, I mean, they had, uh, the first great warming period after the first the first great civilizations the Assyrians the Babylonians the Hittites um, the, the first uh, the Harappan civilization in the Indus River Valley all of these rose up in the first great warming period uh, during the Bronze Age they, they they thrived and prospered and 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 it was just it was wonderful and then it started getting cold. Yes. And, and they all collapsed. Within about 100 years, all of these great civilizations worldwide collapsed. It was, it, was, it was called the Late Bronze Age Collapse. And it led into what was called the Greek Dark Age as a cold period uh, of just horrific uh, mass depopulation. Um, estimated that more than one half of the world's population. Now, on a personal note, do you tie this all into the Vikings and Eric the Red in Greenland and the? Oh yes, oh absolutely. I love all yeah, the, the, okay. the Vikings uh, on Greenland were growing barley. Yeah. They they need they they use it for porridge and more importantly for beer. Yeah. And uh, you can't grow bar barley. You can grow wheat on on Greenland today, but not barley because it it takes a longer growing season. So it had to have been a lot warmer there. Uh, we know that during the Roman warm period, the time of Christ, the Romans were growing citrus 
in the north of England near Hadrian's Wall. You can't do that now. Mm. Some people do have lemon trees and orange trees on their patios, but have to bring them in for six months of the year. Uh, But they were growing those outdoors without having to bring them in. So we, obviously, things like that, olive orchards, olive, olive uh, groves, and vineyards growing yeah. much farther north in Germany and France. I love it, Gregory. I hope there's a chapter on there how the uh, 65 drunk Vikings conquered all of England. And if it wasn't for us wooing your women, you'd all look like Prince Charles. Did you mention anything like that in the book? I no? didn't quite go all there, right. but I, 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 got, I got to where they were throwing uh, the... The besieging Mongols were leaping, yeah. lunging uh, yeah. disease-ridden corpses into uh, European cities. If it wasn't cities. for the gun, we'd all be Norsemen. In the meantime, thank you very much for everything you do. What is the name of the site? It's CO2 Coalition is your original site, correct? CO2Coalition.org. New is CO2LearningCenter.com. CO2LearningCenter.com. Gregory Wrightstone, you are a warrior, and I really, I really think this is going to have a massive impact in the future because knowledge is addictive, especially when it's built on fact versus scams. So I thank you immensely for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. So... I have to tell you, I just got a call from my wife. A kid I uh, ended up going to high school. I went to high school with him, and he ended up being a cousin through marriage. He was a quirky kid, and I got used to him. Passed away at 55 years old. And it's funny how you can tie that into why we need to call out these scum. And I mean that. 55 is young. But so many kids die, younger, older, people are dying. And, 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 and the profiteering and the corruption of our society has never been stronger. And I mean that. That's what, that's what this administration, that's what these Democrat sewers, that's what this gangster government represents to me. The good people die, and the scams live on forever. I just hit on Gregory Wrightstone, and we talked about the greatest of all of the scams. But they're all great. This government is destroying the quality of our life. Now, my friend is lucky to be born in America. He had 55 great years. He made the most of them. But are we going to be able to say that for the next generation if we don't fight back this Leviathan of corruption? And I mean that. At every turn, your government is fracking stealing the quality of your life from you. If you have complete and utter trust and confidence in the unelected politician who's the director general of the World Health Organization, if you have complete trust and confidence in the decisions that organization makes and are happy to have that organization dictating aspects of your life mediated by the power of the nation state that you are in, then there's not really any need to watch this video. And if you have complete confidence that the successor of the current director general and all the other senior officials in the World Health Organization, if you've got complete confidence in everything they're going to do into the future, regardless of how they're put into office, whether it's by political will of a nation state or several nation states or maybe one particular nation state, whether it's by the financial clout 
of one individual or one or two uh, individuals that put these people into office. If you've got complete confidence in that, please skip this video and don't watch it. If not, uh, it only lasts for about seven or eight minutes. This is Mr. Andrew Bridgen before the European Parliament. Now, the reason I played that clip in regards to COVID, because if you know somebody who dies, whether they're 55, whether they're 25, whether they're 1,005 like Jimmy Carter, the last three years of their life has been taken away from them by the government in general. And I mean that. This particular kid that I'm talking about was always an entrepreneur. Nobody would give him a job. He was a cartoon character. I loved him to death. Couldn't work for anybody. So he became successful on his own right. And the last three years of his life was stolen from him, like it was you and most people. Even me that adapted and moved to a different area still affected many people I know and love, like the kid I'm talking about and like so many of you. And you, there is no good answer. And what was the penalty for that? The scum that lied to you, that profited. The Dr. Fauci's, the NIH, the World Health Organization, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. They made a freaking fortune. And your quality of life was stolen from you. Because of politics. Not because they had the authority to do it. They don't. Some people gave it to them. It's time to take it back. This government... I say today, the scams stop. Well, they stopped the day I signed my contract. Because I'm going to kick your fracking teeth in if you're a fat pig in Cicero, if you're a scumbag in Chicago, or if you think you're getting away with it in Washington, D.C. in your $6,000 suit. See, you're all scum, and you're all stealing, not just money, but the quality of our life. All year long, I've been saying headlines about unions pushing back against EVs, right? The dreams of the Biden administration. And I'm starting to hope maybe this will be the line of sanity, folks. Maybe this will slow them down because I think it's going to be the greatest economic boondoggle in American history. Yep. Cylindra, all the other stuff, a proverbial drop in the bucket. Right now, EV sales are being lifted by these massive subsidies. But there are so many of them being built. They're piling up. In fact, supply is up 350%. And some just aren't selling. The Genesis, uh, they've got one that sold 18 electric whips. Eight but there's money in this. Hundreds of billions, dare I say a trillion dollars in this scam. So you know what? I don't, I, I'm not going to wait for the other scam artists called the Republicans to uh, impeach, to call for the resignation. It's time we denounce our consent. And I'm dead serious. One thing about Joe that died, his name was Joe. He would brag, you know, okay, they shut my business down, but hey, at least they're not going to get any tax money. And I said, boy, it isn't going to matter. They're just going to create debt. And they'll come and tax us for it in the future. That's exactly what's going to happen. But it's time we speak against it and reject them because we've been allowing them to pretend to be representatives. It's time we call them what they are, fascist, corrupt mafia members. And I mean that. From your local municipality all the way up to Washington, D.C., where the coke is free and the hookers are called vice president. Team, even Tesla, their whole market share, but they've been slashing prices like crazy. Now, the only way to meet the outrageous targets that they want is to make it a pain in the gas to drive an internal combustion engine car. The administration has such plans on the board, folks. The EPA is going to change. Hey, will you do me a favor, Squirrel? Will you let me know if this Jimmy Carter rat bastard corrupt mafia member, will you let me know if this roach dies? so I could at least feel better. I don't mind when the scourge go. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Ditto's brother. Thank you. And to your point, I think I mentioned you before, I lost one of my three best friends 
growing up in Mount Greenwood last year, 54 years old, the pancreatic cancer. He, Sean, he was the only Italian among us. There were everyone else over there is English and Irish and everything. Yeah. And well, at least I know there's so. one satisfied woman in Blue Island. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he loved it, Sean, and he'd throw it at us all the time. The Italians this, the Italians that, you Irish and English SOBs. Yeah. Um, uh, Sean, another great guest, and my question is to you, the arguments you and Dan put forth are winners and they're indisputable, but it, Sean, it just doesn't seem like we're getting the W's, and I'm wondering when that starts. I buddy. think it's because of our perspective. When you're when you're trapped here, and when you listen, and when you watch them celebrate the corruption, and you watch the elections of the Democrats and the election of the idiot pretending to be a mayor of Chicago or the fat slob pretending to be governor, it beats you down a little bit. But that's why you need to focus and put a plan forward. And you need to make yourself uncomfortable. I tell everybody, from rich to poor, from people who think they can't to people who know they can Make the best of your life because it can end tomorrow. That's the real issue. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. All right, we got a couple calls on the line. 312-642-5600. Either way, I'm covered for the answer to this question. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I, yeah, I, I, you know, lighten them a little bit after, uh, after the, the tough conversation earlier. I'm curious because the previous guy was talking about the Vikings and the Italians and all that. How conflicted are you? Is it a Viking that discovered him? I'm not conflicted at all. Or is it an Italian? The the Vikings understood you got they had to keep their mouth shut. They could make more money and have more fun if they got along with everybody. So they came here for a couple hundred years. They didn't tell anybody. Then you send the Italian financed by the Spaniard. He can't keep his freaking mouth shut. Next thing you know, here we are. The Vikings are better at keeping secrets. You want to rob something? You tell a Norwegian. It depends where in Italy you tell somebody. You tell them in Sicily, you're probably going to keep a secret. But you start telling those northern Italians, man, oh, man, they're like hairdressers. I know you'd, yeah. I know you'd have a good answer on that one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, one other thing as far as when do we get some wins? We're going to get some wins when some people like, was it Tom from Blue Island who just called? Yeah, you know what's People in, like him dismantle, dismantle well, the Republican Party. From yeah, the yeah, up, yeah, that's it. That's great. It. But you know what perspective you can add to him? <laughs> you can let him know how how – phenomenal certain parts of texas are i mean you would just happen to be in the oak park of texas sure. but there, there are some phenomenal parts of texas right i mean and that's what you focus on and you know this new law in florida i mean i have to tell you before i left it was it it, it you have to see how it's affecting and opening up jobs for americans and all the rest of it and what he what he did is basically say if you have a company you're not just going to have to pass around some okay, this is so-and-so, and and this is their social security number. You're going to send us the documentation. We're going to validate if it is the person, if it's a legitimate social security number. And that that really created things that are phenomenal. And you know what else he did, Kevin? If you have a driver's license from Illinois or Hawaii or another Democrat mafia sewer, they know that they give driver's license to illegal aliens. They're not valid. They're invalidated. So it's really quite interesting. So nobody can have a job with an Illinois license. In Florida. Nobody can have a well, job a with a Hawaiian license in, in Florida. Either. What's that? Even if you have a license in Illinois, it's hard to get a job. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Unless, of course, you, you, <laughs> you promise to vote Democrat, then you work for the government. Thank you very much, Kevin. 
in Austin, Texas, also known as the Oak Park of Texas. Frankie, Lake County. Hey, Sean, I uh, just wanted to ask you, uh, if you knew of an attorney, my uncle was in the hospital at, in uh, Mount Prospect, and he's a veteran, and he doesn't want to go to the veteran's hospital. Uh, I was wondering if you had an, a, a person, like a malpractice attorney. Uh, uh, I, I, got, I have 380 pounds of free legal advice, Joe Calcagno and Associates. Now, if he comes over to your house, make sure he sits on the chair that says Tonka. But what I'm going to do is put you on hold, and uh, we're going to get your phone number, and I'll give it to Calcagno and Associates, which I'm pretty sure are just guys who used to work at his favorite beef stands around the nation. Um, but he's a brilliant guy. I mean, wicked smart, and he's got an infrastructure. And, you know, if you have a lawyer and you need a lawyer, it's a hard thing to go, right? Who do you go to? So I have him. I have Longo. I have a couple people I trust, and that's where I go. Um, when it comes to lawyers... What's going on with the Trump persecution? Yes, and I said persecution. New this morning in a late night filing, lawyers for former President Donald Trump are asking for his criminal trial to be delayed. This related to his alleged mishandling of classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. That's where we found our... This story gets funnier and funnier the more I hear it. And rather than just focusing on the fact that what he had is the prima facie evidence of a corrupt foreign policy, an illusion of a republic where the military-industrial complex and such scum as the uh, uh, high-ranking government general who called the Chinese communist during the election to tell him everything's going to work out. Our guy will be in there soon. Our traitor to America and our asset of the Chinese Communist Party will be in there soon. Um, Rather than just focus on what exposes it, it shows you you're going to go after an ex-president who was the commander and chief, but you're going to cover up the corruption of this president and put the prima facie evidence of Gao Luft, a man who says, I bribed Joe Biden. You're going to put him in the cooler. And perhaps the biggest question of all, why am I being indicted for Farah for a ghostwriting an innocuous article for which I received no payment, let alone from a foreign government, when the mother of all Farah cases, the Biden's systemic influence peddling on behalf of foreign governments for which they raked millions, goes unpunished. Because the Department of Justice has been appointed by this crook, and they were put there to insulate and protect him, Gal Luft. Let it sink in. I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president. I'm now being hunted by the very same people whom I informed and may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. It's like informing on the Sicilian government, same thing, or the Cicero government, or anywhere there's a Democrat scourge. I warned the government about potential risk to the integrity of the 2020 elections. If convicted by a U.S. court, would never be able to vote again. Don't worry about voting here, Galuft. You were about to expose the fact that the entire illusion of our republic is really run and operated by mafia members known as the U.S. government. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, 
He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. I always enjoy talking to my next guest. She's known as America's psychiatrist. She's certified, board-certified Beverly Hills psychiatrist. She's a best-selling and award-winning author of several books. Her name is Dr. Carol Lieberman. Dr. Lieberman, thank you for always making time for me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, there's an unspoken, sad coincidence going on, and that is what we're facing as we're being force-fed our opinion from our government, and in particular in the arena of what is now referred to as transgenderism. And that sad reality is we're supposed to ignore some troubling details, some troubling facts, some troubling, troubling realities about what exactly is happening in our society. It is troubling to see what's happening, but most importantly, it's troubling to not be able to speak truths. There is a connection in the last few mass shootings and transgenderism. Is that correct? Well, I mean, yes, the the Philadelphia shooter um, was identified essentially by the first at the first police conference, you know, the press conference, um, and they and them they weren't really sure what to call him or her. Um, and yes, there is a connection. Or well, I mean, one wonders if there's a connection to um, the uh, national shooting and the, the manifesto that hasn't been released and so on. You know, perhaps it. Um, well, I've, I've said you're talking about Audrey Hale in Tennessee. Yes. Um, I was saying even before the Philadelphia mass shooting that the reason why they weren't showing us, and this is getting ridiculous already, so much time is, is passing and they're hoping that we're going to forget about it. But, um, you know, clearly it's they don't want to release something that would be offensive to trans people and also that might um, – uh, spur them on to um, make mass shootings because she was very intelligent and very um, detailed about her plans and her reasons and all that. And we know that much. And but yet so, we can't have any access to her manifesto. Right. And, you know, in Highland Park, Illinois, last 4th of July, uh, there was another shooting by Robert Cremo III who also yes. had posted numerous videos of him cross-dressing and whatnot. Uh, how many other acts of violence and mayhem can trace back to this particular proclivity? Well, you know, um, probably more than we realize because we haven't been paying attention to it or they haven't been looking into that or reporting it, um, you know, looking into it really enough until more recently. Um but, you know, it's, it's not so much, it's because they are, this, you know, making these kids uh, turn, turn to be any other sex than what they were born as is just making them confused. I mean, they're already confused, which is why kids today are so vulnerable to being, to the propaganda that they get from their teachers, because they're coming out of lockdowns for two years. They haven't been socializing. They haven't been developing. You know, those years of psychological development were really gone. Um, and so they're vulnerable. They want to belong. They want to escape, you know, into some other reality. Um, 
you know, not the, only because of what happened during the lockdowns, but because this world, I call it an existential myth. Well, I'm interested. It's got, it has to be interesting from, from the perspective of a, of a psychiatrist. When you realize this is something that has faced humanity since the dawn of humanity, right? I mean, it's mentioned throughout history. This is something where men dressed as women and vice versa. This is not uh, something that is, is, is new to our history. However, the parabolic increase in the percentage of Americans writ large, that it is just massively exploded. Um, this has to be cultivated to a certain extent. And that's really the period in our own history we're going through now. The cultivation of this proclivity. And it is just that. It's a proclivity. I don't understand why we have to be force-fed our own opinion on it. I I've, I've encountered people who have done this for years. I remember when the drag queens all dressed like Cher and you would pay to go watch mm-hmm. the cabaret, the movie Birdcage mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. But now it is a forced accept. I must think this. I must accommodate this. Yeah. I must put my own girls at risk as I pretend these are actual girls. That's the part that's kind of new. And I'm wondering how this came to be, in your opinion. Well, um, as I was starting to say, you know, I think it came together like it was a perfect storm. The kids coming out of lockdowns, being very vulnerable to to being pointed in a, in a direction because they're lost. Um, our society is so confusing just to everybody, you know, where, where we're going, where it is, what's all the different things that are happening, the woke culture, the, you know, all of that um, pushing us, pushing us, people pushing to destroy America. And this is one aspect of it. And then another part of it is that teachers um, actually, you know, it seems like this is coming out more uh, recently, but apparently teachers have been taught in some teacher schools, you know, teacher graduate schools um, about all about this and taught them to, um, you know, that this should be something that they should be fostering on their students. And so it's kind of like it's all sort of coming together. And um, and also, you know, kids want to feel like they belong. As I was saying, they were lonely during lockdown and everything. And, and, and they also want to feel like they have some control in their life. So if they're able to tell, like if a boy is able to tell his class, you know, um, and other people that I'm a girl, call me a girl, or people or kids telling people call me they or them. I mean, you know, it's control. It's 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 so um, so diabolical as you watch the government, media writ large, and in some cases law enforcement cover up the actions of transgender people who really create mayhem and crimes. And the Loudoun County transgender and the story of the father Scott Smith. Yeah. That, that, to me, is a horrific story that should have brought pause to the government agenda of promoting the, normal, the, the normality in this proclivity. The fact that we have to put women at risk constantly. And it seems as if you stand up for women and you say the volleyball player who was hurt by the man pretending to be a woman and she was hit in the head with the ball and changed the course of her history. She lost her scholarship or the swimming case. And how you quantify the reaction of that and how many girls that put it on the sidelines forever. Why has that become right wing if you stick up for the women and the other become left wing? I, there has to be a couple of people who think themselves Democrat who say, 
no, this isn't right. How has everything become one side or the other rather than case by case? Yes, yes. Well, the Democrats, who I mean, one hopes that there are Democrats who realize that this is crazy, but they're afraid to speak up. You know, they, they don't want, I mean, it's the same thing if you can take it even to an extreme, just like there are Democrats who realize that Biden um, is has dementia, and yet they're still going along with the idea that he's going to run again. This is, you know, maybe it has to get to an extreme before people demand for things to go back to normal. I'm hoping that's what it is. But in your own personal history of dealing with this kind of extremism, which is really what we're facing, where facts and realities and mayhem, it all is somehow swept under the rug. What is the psychosis of a society, in your opinion? Will they demand for the insanity to stop, or will they adapt to it, which is one of our greatest fears? Can society adapt to mayhem? Yes. Um, you know, look what we did. <laughs> we stayed in our homes for two years. We adapted. You Not know? all of us, I though. Mean, that was, that, yeah. Well, that's right. And you saw massive but, amounts of people who normally would not have left blue areas go to red. I mean, there is some optimism when you see the fact of the matter is, if everything is politicized, now you have more evidence to pick your political positions on, correct? I mean, this could be a silver lining. Yes, but, you know, I wish that people... It's so hard, though, because, um, yes, you mean like the crazier it gets, the more it yeah. has to make people wake up and, and realize, wait a second. That's I'm what I'm hoping. To- there has to be something that breaks the the the, the, yes. the brainwashing, the, the sleepwalking that we see among people who you would have never thought were fascistic or Marxist or government supremacists who are now willing and able. They sound like a Cuban communist demanding his neighbor be stripped away of rights. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know. I sometimes think that maybe it's going to take something like uh, another 9-11 or a nuclear war, a start of World War Three, or aliens landing or something <laughs> that will wake people up to realize, you know, like after 9-11, you know, people... People did put down their differences and, and did come together and try to help each other and all of that. Um, I mean, I wonder if it's going to need something like that, you, you know, know, to get us to wake up. But I think that was the attempt by government to promote the reaction to COVID was to do that again. And in some case, you could argue that that's why good people demanded that their neighbors be stripped of rights. So the problem I have is I, I almost don't want a mass psychosis, a mass movement like that to happen. Because as our own experience shows, when that does happen, a lot of bad things happen. The government expands its corruption. I mean, if you look at, you know, you look at the bad side of those, okay, let's go get them. And for a brief moment, we stopped using our own intellect. So I may not want another event like that to happen because I don't think it's ever happened for the real positive nature outside of Pearl Harbor. You know, that's unfortunately what so much of our reference is, right? Pearl Harbor happened, America came together, and we kicked the ass of the fascists and the communists and all the rest of it. But what people forget is we also sided with the what would become the Soviet Union, and we strengthened that. So there's a downside to those mass movements if we aren't selective in our process of decision-making. It could happen that that could swindle us as well, right? Well, yes. I mean, we have to be very careful about this. You know, it's turning out to be a 
Orwell's 1984 and also Brave New World. Because, right. you know, in Brave New World, um, they took the kids away and the, the eggs, the, you know, the, the soon to be kids. Um, and in like in California, for example, they have this new uh, they're trying to pass a law where kids can be taken away from their parents if they say that their parents aren't affirming their sexuality, not meaning just um going along with it, you know, saying, okay. Can you imagine this? Actually doing something, to, you know, doing something, hormone surgery. Um, Can you imagine you'd ever be saying this at your age, at this time in history, in a country built on freedom? Can you imagine that we're even saying these things? And I'm wondering, is that because they made people afraid to give their true judgment, their true opinion? Haven't people throughout time, and specifically the last 40 years, been taught to not or to be afraid to use their own judgment. And after all, when you look at some of these people like Rachel Levine, I mean, it's it's laughable. She's not a yeah. woman. You're a 65-year-old pop belly man dressed like a woman. <laughs> Should or Do I have to accept this? Shouldn't we just go with our natural reaction to reject this insanity and this stupidity of pretending these pot-bellied old men are women? Absolutely. I mean, you know, not to mention the uh, the trans that was on the White House lawn for Pride Day, you know, with her, his breasts hanging out. His implants. But see, the, I blame you people in, in in Beverly Hills. You guys made that very acceptable in the 70s and 80s before it <laughs> caught on. This may I all stem in, back. I'm from New York. I'm not going to take responsibility all right. for anybody. <laughs> because they were going to psychiatrists and instead of fixing them, you were giving them implants. Next thing you know, it's a freak show. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, yes, my office is in Beverly Hills, but I don't um, condone a lot of the things that are going on here in California or, for, or in New York now, for that matter. But you, um, it, let me ask you this. So many good people, so many wonderful people, the, the, the Reagan Republicans in California. When you go there, do you look forward to going anymore? Is the, do the people walk around like they do in Illinois, the, the good people that is? knowing that the deck is stacked against them. I mean, isn't it, isn't it possible that this turnaround, or have these states become so systemically fascistic and Marxist and corrupt and government supremacy is so the norm that there is no turning back? I'm curious to know, as a psychiatrist, do you think people can reject this kind of corruption and failure? Well, they need leadership to do that, you know, and there is a movement, um, there's at least one organization where um, um, the uh, they're you know trying to take back California, but um, you know people need uh, leadership for that. Need to feel that they're that they're, they're that they have a chance. I mean, you know, we had Schwarzenegger; he wasn't bad. I mean, compared to Newsom, he wasn't yeah. bad. And yeah. there is hope, but we have to we have to organize. You know, now I'm going to ask you as a psychiatrist because I've been accused of being mean from time to time from uh, my own spouse. I did not like the the open uh, acceptance of Bruce Jenner, and ooh, I'm supposed to pretend yes. he's a Republican governor. You're Bruce Frackin Jenner. You were on the Wheaties box. Now I'm supposed to pretend you're a Kardashian woman. Yeah. I don't like where that was going. Yeah. I, and all of a sudden you were, oh no, we have to be a big tent. Well, okay, but can I just say, Bruce, you look ridiculous. I mean, am I too mean or just too of unfiltered? People, what do you think? Of all people to do this, you know, like a, such a, an athlete. Um, He's half the reason I started doing push-ups in the seventies. I was watching him when he threw the, the 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 spear. My father was all excited. I'm like, I want to. He was built like a Roman god. What the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See the Kardashian yeah. women. 
you know, maybe I could be more specific. Instead of just yes, implants in Beverly Hill, it's, Hills, it's the Kardashians, damn it. They are ruining society writ large. Look what they did to Bruce Jenner. In the they mean- castrated him. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, I, I, I can't thank you enough for having the courage to write articles, to stand up, to write books, and to speak truth to insanity. That's the beauty of having you in our society. You are Dr. Carol Lieberman. Are you working on anything else I should know about? Do we have a book to uh, look forward to? What do you got cooking? Well, um, you know, I'm, I've been working on, and hopefully it'll come out soon, um, a book about the Jenny Jones talk show murder trial. Murder by TV, it's called. I was the defense psychiatrist for Jonathan Schmitz, who was the person who was ambushed on the Jenny Jones show, and he um, shot Scott Amador. I remember um, that. Yes, I do. It was not a gay hate crime. It, it was much more complicated than that. Um, but it's an interesting case, and it kind of gets to be more relevant, you know. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I know you are the host of Dr. Carol's Couch on VoiceAmerica.com. But most of all, I, I love the fact you make time for me. Thank you so much, Dr. Lieberman. I appreciate you. You're very welcome. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. Hang on loosely. Yeah, sure. Brian and Gurney. Hey, Sean. Good evening, my friend. Good evening. Hey, uh, I got a, I got, I got a question for you. Um, I heard a little bit of Trump's our president's uh, talk at the Las Vegas, and he's brought up that he wants to bring back uh, energy independence again, and us not being uh, dependent on anybody else's oil, and selling it to other countries. Now, with that being said, how is he going to make that happen if we lose the reserve dollar status? Well, it's an interesting speech. In fact, I had that clip. I just didn't get to it yesterday. And you know what bothers me about that? Uh, it, there's a lot of nationalization of oil talk in that, right? I want to privatize our energy sector. Trump was phenomenal at giving back a lot of the property rights to private companies. And I understand the macro picture of what he's saying, but we're not going to have to worry about de-dollarizing anymore because what you see in Europe is guarantee that the dollar will be the world currency because now we are, in fact, increasing massively NATO and we will blow the hell out of anybody that even threatens to stop using our phony currency. What do you think of that? All right. Thanks, thanks Sean. Yeah. I mean, that's the fact okay. of the matter. I mean, and it's, it's very interesting when you look at exactly how much talk of de-dollarization this massive expansion of NATO prevents because we'll kill you. And that's really our platform. I mean, you don't really think this is about the war in uh, Russia and Ukraine. America didn't give guts on ghoul when Ukraine was killing its own people for eight years when they when they created the Minsk Accords. We didn't know if we were for it or we were against it, and Obama's people had to pretend they were for it and immediately work to undermine it. So this isn't us being the good guy. This is us telling the world, you don't buy our swindle of currency, we'll kill each and every one of you. This is some real gangster stuff. This is Scarface. I love it, baby. First we get the money. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. Here I go again on my own. 
miss about when the kids are young. I used to love to take them to the movies. Love it. I mean, I saw everything. Incredibles, uh, Megamind. I saw every movie back when my kids, you know, you're talking 20 years ago. And one of them was called Aliens vs. Monsters. And the character, one of the characters' name was Susan. One of my favorite lines in the movie, Squirrel, is, what are you going to do about it, Susan? Do you ever hear? Yeah, you're going to have to go home and watch it. Let's go to Susan in West <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I think it's about time that people begin to realize that there's a way to handle the truth about all this trans stuff. And my version of the truth is a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. And everything in between is a mental case. Huh? Well, there's a, there's one way to, to get get kicked out of a party, but I liked it. But here's the other thing: my issue is I have had the instance where I dealt in a real estate deal with a guy who was a transgender uh, woman. I didn't right. care. It didn't mean anything to me, and we had virtually no issue, no issue at all. And I think I conveyed the fact at that time. That if my daughter is in the bathroom, you're not going in. That's it. That's the line in the sand. You want to walk around and and look like a woman. I got news for you. He was much better looking than Dr. Awardy or Lori Lightfoot. He did a much better job at being a woman than they do. However, I don't have an issue personally. When you're going to intimidate women, whether they're my kids or my friends' kids or strangers' kids, that's when I have a problem with it. You know, it's a funny thing if, you've, if you're a father and you raise little girls. They're insecure and nervous about everything. And it's funny as you watch them get older, they're still a little insecure and nervous about everything. The last thing these kids need is some man walking in their locker room. And this whole thing we lived with, with this six foot four idiot, with the kid in Loudoun County that raped the girl, the government protected him, moved him, he raped another one. Are you out of your mind? This has to come to an end. And it has to come to an end abruptly. This is the reason, Susan, that I would not send my grandkids to school. My grandkids are not going to school. They're either going to be in a very monitored private school or I'll do it. I'll do it. But this idea that we put our kids with these idiots, these slobs, these frauds calling themselves teachers, that's where the, that's where the issue is. Thank you very much, Susan. That's what you're going to do about it. Now let's go to somebody else who likes cream puffs. Jim, cream puff, Jim. I, I got yeah, a Chris Christie clip, and all I do when I think about him is you. Go ahead. Yeah, but but if I get if I get a private cat test with him, I I bet my social security check I'd beat him. Wait, what kind of test? Because anyway, I got I got twenty uh, says uh, neither one of you. A pie a pie eating cat. Oh, a pie eating cat. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I was going to say Tommy Tuberville. I guess you can't get, the crossing guards can't get their badges. Well, Tommy's holding back because every wacko in his brother because he says, we are want, I got, they got to go through a political test with me. They got to, they got to say either a Democrat or a Republican. Well, I think that no general so what, I, I, I could be wrong, but um, what, what the rule is, is every senator has to be there. It has to be unanimous, or no judges can pass. Correct? Isn't that what you're referring? Well, he's, well, no, I'm talking about the military. He oh, the military. No, the military. Oh, he's got enough nerve. But he has enough nerve to say that he's going to give him a political test. Yeah. General, no, give me a break. No, I like yeah. this, Cream Puff Jim. I like this, and well, I'll tell I, you I, why. Listen, Pat, you, guys, you guys can have yeah. all the Democrats, and we'll have all the Republicans. 
What do you think of that? In the military? In yeah. the military? Everybody will be safer because the Democrat okay. military won't be able to get off base. I see what you're saying. I, I know, but, but, but listen, my old man was in World War II for four years. He died younger than my uncle Pat was in yeah. World War II four years. They never talked about politics in their life. Never. But that was. A, but if they did. If they, they never did, talked about but it. But if they did, World War II was different. They were fighting an ideology. That now is the same ideology in this country. They were fighting oh, come Nazis. Oh, you're absolutely. You're not opium. You're not getting no. opium down there. No, do you, do you, I'm going to tell you what, Green Puff, you're wrong. You're wrong. They were fighting an ideology that attacked not just America, was killing people all around the world. Nazis, like Stefan Bandera, David and Lansing. Hey, Sean, uh, this is a great show today, by the way. Save it. And um, I heard callers last hour say, you know, how do we get wins? You know, how do we get wins? And then the next guy, you know, uh, Kevin, you know, telling you how to get wins, precinct captain and all that stuff. Here's how I get wins around my area. I started my area. I pick a family member that's a Democrat. Oh and I buy a copy of 1984 and uh, oh. and Brave New World. But then I say this: I say this. You know what? I really care about you, and I, that's why I'm going to show you this video. And you you make them this short video. It's 15 seconds. You show them Joe Biden on stage admitting that he had a prosecutor fired to save his son. Oh yeah, I got it. I got and the you, clip. I play it often. But here's the here's the thing, David. The saddest thing that I cannot do adequately is convey to people how in my county where I live, and I mean this seriously, you can't find somebody admitting they're a Democrat. Because even if they were, they're ashamed of it because they see the light. And see, that's what has to happen. And I say this as somebody who I I have a hard time. I'm not a Republican, but I'm definitely against the organized syndicate of the Democrat Party. And I call out the Republicans. But to be around everybody I go, whatever store, the grocery store, the coffee shop, the cigar store, we're all the same. And we love our country. That's what makes it a great neighborhood is because you have that Americanism versus in Illinois where you accept these pigs, these liars, these thieves. They tell you, right. we're going to take the money and we're going to build infrastructure. And they steal the money and the people flood and they go crazy. And they're just going to use it as another excuse well, to steal so more money from point. good people. You know what I mean? Well, here, here, here's my point. Instead of a blowhorn and trying to yell at a crowd, take one person in your family who knows a Democrat and you're the general of your army. You create a colonel yeah. or a major in your army. Boy, you that would be hard because I don't talk to anybody in my family that's a Democrat anymore. I reject them all. I am silly that way. I prefer to have the air around me cleaner. I prefer to not live a lie that they have policies and not schemes. I reject the philosophy, the presence of mafia members everywhere. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. So we had a lot of news today, a lot of news. I wanted to get, we don't have much time, huh, Squaw? Fastest show on radio. I wanted to get to the real, the real atrocity of our recent history, not just in America, but worldwide. 
And that's the idea that COVID, the flu, was sold to us by government supremacists. And it seems as if the scheme was working. But the good news is there's a massive fight against the World Health Organization and government supremacy and world domination of the World Health Organization and those ideological fascists that pretend to be the gods among us. The saddest part is it's not coming from America. This is These are two members of European Parliament. This one's name is Bridgen. I believe his first name is Albert. But if we fail to learn the mistakes of history, certainly as far as the WHO are concerned, they are doomed to repeat them. So the World Health Organization is an unelected, diplomatically immune, tax-exempt group. By the way, Joe Biden and the fascist pigs, the gangster government calling themselves the American government, signed the treaty that gives the World Health Organization this kind of power over us, and I don't hear much about it. It's nice to see that the Europeans, who we've kicked their ass in virtually every competition in war, they're finally standing up for freedom as we give it away. That bears no resemblance to the good faith Florence Nightingale Union of Nations set up over 75 years ago. Public health and the decisions surrounding it now exist as a monopoly of the WHO, headed up by bureaucrats in Geneva, whose leadership has been embroiled in scandal after scandal. And the majority of the influence on the WHO now is by external entities. And indeed, as has been mentioned, the, uh, one of the richest men in the world has a massive influence over the WHO. Indeed, I think 84% of, of all the funding of the WHO now is by external commercial sources with an ability to direct the, direct, direct the uh, area that your, your generous donations to the WHO will send their policies so it's basically pay to play. If you have enough money, you can influence the WHO. Not exactly the people I'd like to be deciding in the future whether my constituents can, uh, are, are, are locked into their houses, whether they can see their relatives, if they have to wear masks, and if they have to um, take mandatory medication. Um, I would say the, the least qualified people in the world to make those decisions. And any part- Isn't that great to hear somebody stand up for freedom? It's a shame it's not an American Republican. Here's another person I put my money on. He's an Arminian named Christian Theories. People all across the world are hunger, are thirsty for freedom. With this pandemic, this was the best opportunity for some elites that are not elected by anybody, who are not accountable to anybody, to pretty much hijack day by day, month by month, year by year, more and more of our rights, more of more of our assets take solace in that it's nice to see po- elected political figures fight against government supremacy versus the american mafia democrat who promotes and practices and sold out to it like the traitor and thief joe biden and his entire apparatchik i'll be back in 21 hours to kick their teeth down their throats again Cable news, noisy, touring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen. 
at snc.tv and local now channel 525.